The time is four minutes past eight. This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. Educational researcher David Roberts says passive learning is claimed to be out of sync with academic rhetoric and social needs. And he further argues that people learn and internalize lessons that aren't imposed, imposed rather, and structures also structured as educational. How do you learn on a daily basis? It's time now for our weekly motivational sessions with author of motivational books such as one titled There Are No Secrets, Secrets to Success and also life coach Ebenezer A.B. Mamabolo who joins me now in the studio to talk about how to learn. This is the fourth and final part of a series that we started about three weeks ago. You can join us in this conversation. Our WhatsApp text line is 79 Two one two zero seven nine two nine five one two one two. Our SMS line is four seven eight six one four seven eight six one. Start each SMS with the short code EFM, and each SMS is charged at one rand fifty. Mr. Mamabulo, good evening. Welcome. Ah, uh, good evening, and thank you for having me. Are you well? I am very well. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm just worried about my interpersonal skills. I've been just polishing my sign language skills. Okay. And, and with that, it means I do little talking okay. and a lot more action. And, and what that seems to be doing to me now is I, I keep trembling on my words because okay. I, I haven't been talking for a while. I haven't okay. been even reading as much as I would ideally like to. And I'm just worried about that. But I guess it's that's what happens when you're learning. You have to alter some things and, and yes. just go with the flow have you been well have you been learning quite well i know that at the end of the session because this is our last part you will share with us lessons that you've been able to establish with regards to african history but how has that been for you it's been a very fascinating journey you know because what i realized was as i was busy learning there were a lot of things that i had to unlearn there were some beliefs that i had hold and i thought that they were true and i had to give them up those beliefs and i remember when i when I started my this study of mine, and it really started when I asked myself, is it really true that everything African is evil? Is it really true that everything that we as Africans are doing, is our spirituality even evil? And as I was busy studying this, and I went uh, to the biblical to the biblical way, because the, the probably maybe the most the most uh, the most area that it's Africanism or our African spirituality is seen as evil would be the religious part. And while I was studying there, and I was busy with my study of hermeneutics, I realized that no, the reason some people say that uh, God does not like African spirituality, God is not uh, is does not even approve African spirituality, it's because of misinterpretation. They do not know how to interpret and study the Bible. Now, that's what I have been learning and it's what I'm continually learning. Mm. I got too excited. I needed you to tell us how the learning <laughs> process was, but I'm worried that you could have already let us in on your findings, but it's fine. We'll pack it there for the time being. It, I understand that obviously dynamics of how people learn and store knowledge in the long run differ because mm-hmm. people learn in different ways. Yes. But now we're also getting to understand that there's passive learning and then there's active learning. Yes. And and that the, the two do apply for individuals, everyone. Yes. yes. But perhaps just help us understand how these dynamics differ and how they over time affect one's ability to learn. Should it be that one dominates the other? You know, one researcher discovered that it's not enough for you to learn passively or to learn actively. Mm. You need to have them together. You need to learn in both ways. And I was reminded by 
the lectures that I had, I had two lectures for applied mathematics. Now, one lecture taught me what to think. I, 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 I learned what to think and I was able to pass my model very well. But the lecture that I loved very much was the one who taught me how to think. Even though I never got a distinction in that model, but I learned what to think. And he would continually challenge us to say that, no, I am not going to reward you for any mark for the final answer, but I am going to reward you for the thinking process that led to you finding the answer. And it, it boils down to what we've been talking about, that if you and I are to say that we are educated or we are learned today, we need to learn how to unlearn, we need to learn how to relearn, and we also need to learn how do we learn anew. You know, there are so many things that you and I could be holding to that would be that we might think that they are true, but you find that they are not true. And while he was conducting his research, he gathered some students, and this is Edgar Dale. He gathered some students, and he wanted to know what's the most effective way that people will learn. And he discovered that we've got two types of learning. We've got passive learning. Now, when you and I are learning passively, it's when we are reading, when we are hearing, when we are looking or watching a demonstration, like what. You really happens in our classes and he discovered that if after you and i have been learning passively after two weeks of learning we will remember 10 percent of what we read we will remember 20 percent of what we heard we will remember 30 percent of what we see and we will remember even 50 percent of what we hear now but the most effective way the, the most effective way that he discovered and he found he found that while if you and i are going to be learning we need to learn actively now when we are learning actively it means that what we are learning, we are participating in that form of learning, either by discussions, we'll also be even giving a talk after, we'll also maybe do a presentation, and we might even be having a simulation of the experience. And I like what the fourth industrial revolution is bringing. It's been said that when the fourth industrial revolution comes to a full to a full blown scale, we'll get to a point where one would be studying medicine, and while you're studying that medicine, you will be immersed in virtual reality, and you will be in argumentative reality where you are doing the actual practicality there maybe in your class now that's the advantage of active learning now and i've also discovered that there are two groups of people when, when it comes to learning and this i've learned from the groups of people that have been asking me advice some would come to me and say mr mambulo i've got this challenge in my life what do you think is the best way or what advice could you give me with this particular challenge that i'm, I'm having and that if, if someone comes to me with an active with a, a passive learning mindset they would take the advice maybe they will say ah mr Mambula, that's a good advice and you might find that today or maybe tomorrow or after some time they, they, they their lives will still be where they were yesterday because they just heard what i said but they never immersed themselves in the learning process now the second group of people would be that person who said that no mr Mambula, i've got this challenge in my business and and, and I'm, I'm i'm failing to grow my business what is it could you please coach me could you please mentor me so that i would be able to grow to the maximum potential that will help me to grow my business now i've discovered that these kinds of people these people who immerse themselves who would go into even go to the extent of even investing who would invest their time to say no i am willing to do whatever it takes to actively participate in me growing myself and me growing my business those are the kinds of people that i've discovered that no these ones will actually get the results that they are getting why because they are not only learning passively but they are doing it combined they, they are doing it at the same time they are learning actively and even passively so I would imagine that we spoke earlier about what educational researcher David Roberts says 
is is important for people to know to say that you can't say people must be passive and not active and you can't say people must be active and not passive. There should be a match of the two and, and you also consider to that. Yes. When you mention now that there are people who will ask you for advice, you give them advice and they fail to practically practice that and implement that which you've taught them because they, they just can't see it real, realistically in their lives. Mm-hmm. How does one really continue learning from where we left off? Because we keep having these sessions, right? And you will Uh give people ideas of how to do things, how to learn, for example. We've been doing that for the past three weeks and we're concluding tonight. Yes. But how does one continue from here, henceforth? How does one pick up from here and manage to internalize all these wisdoms that, pearls of wisdom, that is, that you keep giving out and and really start practicing them? You know, what? what the first thing that would would usually happen would be, now, after you've, you've learned, something your fears who you used to be i like what one author said he said that if you and i get to a point where we argue for our limitations we get to keep our limitations now the first thing that would happen is that you would be tempted to go back to the the ways that you were learning mm-hmm. you'd be tempted to even conform to those fears that you had maybe those beliefs that they were that were instilled with with you maybe from your teachers or from wherever you you come from now what happens is that when you start having those fears to say no I don't think I am worthy or I don't think I am able to learn this. Take some time to think about it. Is it actually really true? We said that it's been discovered that there's, there's, there's no gene or anything fixed that says that you and I cannot learn. There's not, there's no scientific proof that can say that, no, you and I cannot develop our brain. Now, this tells you that, no, whatever beliefs that you've been taught about learning, it means they, they are false. I appreciate that, no, this, yes, when you, are, when you are feeling that fear or when you are feeling those insecurities or when you even get to a point where you don't feel that you are enough or you don't feel that you are smart enough, appreciate and acknowledge those emotions. But catch yourself, catch yourself to say that, no, rebel. I know this might be your insecurities, but these are not true insecurities. You are more than able to do what you you want to learn. You can put your mind into this learning. This is something that will change your life. You know, the reason you are learning this is because you want to improve your life. The reason you are learning this is because you want to improve your value in the marketplace. Now, when you even get to that point where you, you acknowledge your fears, but you don't let your fears paralyze you. You acknowledge those negative beliefs. You acknowledge those negative beliefs that you have, but you don't let them paralyze you. You move or you you win or you continue studying it won't be easy sometimes you might start maybe study one maybe you might read one paragraph today then you might be, even be tempted to give up but the more you develop this habit the more you develop this habit the better you get at it you spoke about the beauty that comes with the convenience of the fourth industrial revolution the usage of rubber takes as well as the internet mm-hmm. i wonder if there are any programs in place that are also there to really help people as they hope to learn about all facets of life on a continuous basis. Do you have any ideas of some of these programs that one can really think of tapping into using them as they hope to be a student of life? What, 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 I, what I learned, they're, they're, we've got a couple of companies that are coming in now. Okay. We've got even companies that, uh, in, in terms of medicine, we've got stem cell research, where they'll, they'll even be giving you uh, maybe cells from a particular, maybe it could be another person, or it could be from an advanced study that they are doing. That would come and regenerate you now. If you are going, if you are saying that, no, I want to study health, look into those things now. Tomorrow you might find that they might even be looking for people who understand what stem cells are. If you are, if maybe you are a nurse or whatever, when you study, I like what happened in one 
one movie. In this one movie, what happened was that there were these women who were mathematicians. And while they were busy doing, they called them calculators. While they were busy doing their maths, while they were busy calculating, what they discovered was that there is a new technology that's coming in. There are these things called supercomputers. Now, what's going to happen with these supercomputers is that they are going to need someone to teach these supercomputers what we are doing ourselves. Now, even you, whatever career you are in, try to find research. What's the what's the next best thing that's coming into your particular field? If, for example, you are in robotics and you discover that, no, they are going to, what's coming is some, ro- some robots that will be able to program themselves, robots that will be able to do what you are doing. Learn how how can you make sure that when those things come, you are the one who's well positioned? You have learned those things. When you do that, study things like robotics, study programming. Those those are probably the most the the, com- the upcoming careers that would would earn you and I an income. Don't only end there. Even learn about human beings. You know, I like what Jack Ma said. He said that as much as ro- robots might be smarter than us, they don't have love. They don't have humanity. They don't have what we as human beings have. So don't be too scared of robots. Know that. There are certain things that there are certain things that you have in you that robots won't have. I'm immediately reminded of a conversation we've had in the past about future skills. It it keeps coming back to yes. say that one needs to continuously work on reinventing themselves. Yes. I'm in conversation with author of uh, motivational books such as one titled "The No Secrets to Success" and life coach Ebenezer Abi Mamabula. As we talk about how to learn, this is the fourth and final part of a, a series that we started about three weeks ago. You can join us in this conversation. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212, 079-295-1212. Our SMS line is 47861, 47861, start each SMS with the short code EFM and each SMS is charged at one rand fifty. This is how you can give us a call as we continue with this conversation after the break. Have your say. Call us now on 015-151-1058. The time is 19 minutes past eight. This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. We're talking about how to learn. This is a fourth and final part of a series that we have been busy with uh, for quite some time this month and I am in conversation with the um, author of motivational books and life coach Ebenezer A.B. Mamabulo. You can join us in this conversation by talking to us about how do you learn on a daily basis and if there are any areas that you find to be quite problematic like those people when we started who were complaining about mathematics, Mr. Mamabulo, to say it, it proves to be quite a difficult subject for them to tackle. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212 and our SMS line is 47861. Start each SMS with the short code EFM and each SMS is charged at 1 Rand 50. Now, interestingly, I found that in a new paper published in the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology, mm-hmm. researchers showed that those who documented and shared their experiences on social media formed less precise memories of those very events that they were capturing, documenting and sharing on social media. Mm-hmm. The paper goes on to assert that of late, people generally struggle to store all that they have learned for longer periods. Okay. 
so it seems there's a problem of short memory now yes. that that's coming about because of social media. And I would imagine because often you find people are distracted. You're capturing, you're taking a video, you're taking a picture, you're sending it here and 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 you're sharing it on several platforms. You miss out on most of the other things that are happening at that particular time when you're busy sharing with the rest of the world. Yes. But in extension now with that particular understanding from this paper and their findings issues of learning and grasping and internalizing for longer periods so that you're still able to refer to a lesson that you're able to derive from a book or from an article, from a podcast or whatever it could be that you're using to generate knowledge. And and to just now talk about how to learn without forgetting. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm reminded of a conversation that I had with my mentor. And while we were having this conversation, he asked me, he said, Mr. Mawulu, do you have a plan for your personal growth and development? And, and I thought that he was talking about me advancing myself academically. But he said, do you have a plan for your personal growth and development? And I said to him, what do you mean? What does that even look like? And he went on to teach me that there are certain things that you and I need to grow in. And he's, he helped me to craft this personal growth and development plan. And he said that I'm going to teach you a very important principle that I want you to apply every time you are learning something. And we call this principle the ACT principles. Now, these are you ask yourself three questions whenever, if, if you've got a book that you are reading or if you've got something that you are learning, you need to ask yourself these questions. The first thing, while you are busy studying that particular field, whether you are reading it or you are watching a lecture, ask yourself, what's the action that I can take? What's the action that I can take now to immediately apply what I'm, whatever it is that I'm learning into my own life? Now, while maybe if if you are attending a particular lecture, you've, maybe you, you have have a certain a certain section maybe on your notebook where you'll be you'll be putting uh, those sections, those things that you find that these are the things that you need to act on and to apply on in your life immediately. Note them down and note them in the order of priorities to say that no, this is the thing that I need to act on my finances today. This is the thing that I need to act on in my relationships. This is the thing that I need to act on in how I influence other people. When you've written those acts down, now the, the second thing would be what what's the area what's the challenge that i can set myself in this area for me to grow now you've written those things that you need to act on and to apply them now the second one would be what's the challenge what are the areas that i can challenge myself to be able to to grow in this area immediately not tomorrow not not some other time in the future but what are those areas that i can act on immediately then the last one will be what's the time frame how long am i going to take for me to accomplish this how long will i take for me to apply this how long will it take me whilst i'm challenging myself to grow in this area now what you've got this this three things you have the your categories of the things that you are acting and applying and the things that you are challenging yourself and the things that you are you you you've set the time frame for what happens after is that you no know, those things that you are applying immediately apply them because the longer you wait for you to do something that you should be doing now the greater the odds that you will never do it now those things that you've challenged yourself and those that time frame that you've you've even given yourself don't just end there find someone and go and teach that particular person if i'm learning about finances i know that these are the areas that i want to apply this finances that i'm learning now this is the challenge that i have this is the timeline that it's going to take me but i am going to find someone that i'm going to teach because the more you teach Teach others the more you can even retain whatever it is that you are learning and I'm even reminded when we were still in high school what we would do is that after I've learned a particular chapter I would go to my peers and say that no, let me teach you what I've learned today in physics let me teach you what I've been learning in life 
circumstances. Now, when you do that, when you are teaching that, those lessons that you learn, you end, you end up not forgetting them. The more you repeat them, the more you teach others. You are also contributing. You are giving to others. And at the same time, you are also receiving yourself. So that's the principle. Make sure that you have this principle. It's a principle. It's what can I apply in my life? And immediately, what is the, what's the challenge that I can set for myself? And what's the time frame that will need me to accomplish this thing? And whom can I teach while I'm learning this? We'll quickly jump into the lessons that you were able to acquire from your personal study on the history of the African continent. But quite shortly, before we get into that, because a lot of people, we understand, continue to battle with a lot of hardships. Mm-hmm. How does one learn with enthusiasm despite really enduring hardships in their current state? You know, sometimes when you are learning, you might find that you've got some challenges. But make sure that you have got a balance. Don't just strictly uh, study things that would, would make, that would be in relation to your professional life. Have a balance so that when you are not feeling well, Maybe you are studying or you are learning about comedy. Learn something comedic so that when you are in that mood, when you are down and you are, or you are experiencing those hardships, you'll be able to have a laugh or two. Watch some comedies, whatever it is that could entertain you. Don't only focus on uh, whatever it is that you are learning, especially when you are in a, in a tough space. Find something that would cheer you up. Even some people, find some people who would cheer you up when you're in that slump that you, you might be in. All right, now to... The huge findings, we, we've been waiting for this. We, we certainly have been waiting. When we started with Heart, the Heart to Learn um, series, you promised that you we're embarking on a personal study on African history. Exactly what about the history were you looking at? What, what I was looking for specifically was that I wanted to know what 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 made colonialism mm. or what made imprisoning the Africans so successful? Okay. And I discovered that there were some key areas that they used or the colonial the colonial powers used. What if you and I want to imprison someone or you want to change someone, what we need to do is that we need to make it illegal for them to be themselves. And that's what happened. When they came up with their laws, they said that, no, it's illegal for you to be African. It's illegal for you to practice who you are. It's even illegal for you to even use your own language. Now, the moment the moment you, you tell me that I am not able to use my own language, then I am going to lose my history because I cannot communicate. I cannot pass to you whatever lessons that I've been learning. And that's what happened with us another thing would be and this is probably a lesson that i learned you know some time back i was with this uh, this particular uh, mentee of mine and he said to me mr Mabulu, i would like you to help me grow my business so this one time he invited me to his home now what i know was that when he invited me to his home i knew that his mother was an african healer now when i went there while i was waiting for him i took this time and said i want to go and learn from this woman what is it that i as a young person am missing about uh, being an african and one thing because at the time i was studying how can you and i monetize our peoples i went to her and i said mama could you please tell me how did you turn your gift and make it into a, such a way that you can feed yourself and you could provide for your family and what would be the challenges that you are having as an african while you are practicing your spirituality and she said to me she said Mr. Mabula, you know, what I usually do is that it's not all the time that I monetize my gift. Mm. There are some instances where I would not monetize my gift because I know what has happened. And she gave me an example. She said that, you know, between your family, your tribe and our tribe is that these two tribes of ours, they were they, they were actually friends. When my tribe was fighting their, their enemies, what happened was that they went to your tribe. The, your tribe, the Mabulos were the ones who protected them. The Mabulos were the ones who gave them, who ended up partnering with them so 
that they could fight off their enemies. And said, because of this friendship, because of this love that my tribe and your tribe have, I will. There are some instances where I would not charge you because I see you as family. I see you as someone who is united to me. Now that that brought me back to what we are encountering today. We got to a point where we've forgotten where we come from as Africans. We've forgotten that. As much as we might have different tribes, we are actually united. We used to unite together. We fought battles together. We fought common enemies together. Now, it's those common enemies that we had that united us. Those are the common enemies that we need to even to unite that need that that are needed to unite us today. We need to come together and unite to fight against gender-based violence. Mm. Whatever criminal, whatever crime, whatever injustice is happening in society, we as Africans, we have always been together. We have always been fighting, whether it was the fighting the British, whether it was fighting whatever. We got together, we united to fight a common enemy, and that's what we need to do today, even as Africans. All right. Quickly, this question, Mr. Mawapolo, do you think that not having a social life makes it harder for people to to learn can being a private and isolated person hinder your learning process quite an interesting question you know some, some sometimes it could hinder you because now you need to learn experiences of other people it's not enough for you to be on your own in your own corner or in your own bubble when you are alone you are not learning anything you are not learning anything about me you are not learning anything about my culture you are not even learning anything about my personality but the moment you start integrating with other cultures you get to learn oh oh that culture is very fascinating oh, Oh, they eat these kinds of food. This mm. is what they believe in. Yes, as much as you might want to be alone at some. Yes, there are times sometimes we need to be alone for you to learn alone. But also, don't don't miss that opportunity to learn with others. Okay. Our quote of the week. Uh, our quote of the week comes from. We've got two guys. The first one would be, it's by Ma- Michael. He says that the more I live, the more I learn, and the more I learn, the more I realize the less that I know. And the last one would be, the people who develop the ability to continuously acquire new and better forms of knowledge that they can apply in their lives and work and to the lives and to their lives will be the movers and shakers in our society. Mr. Mamabulo, congratulations on managing to finish the task that you had set for yourself. Thank we, you. we are certainly quite inspired. Kindly share your contact details with us. And my contact details on all of the social media, just search for Ebenez Mamabulo. And when you're booking me as a coach and as a speaker, contact me on 071-639-7807. Thank you very much, author of Motivational Books and Life Coach, Mr. Mamabulo. It's a pleasure. All right, that's where we're going to leave it for conversations. A big thank you goes to the show's content producer, Mami Morashwa, our technical producer, Emmanuel Gwenda, and to you for always listening and interacting. I am Rebecca Pala. Enjoy the rest of your evening and stay learning. Conversations, Mondays to Thursdays, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Conversations with Rebecca Pala. someone to be held accountable. Someone must lose his or her position for insulting black people. And they know every time they provoke black people, they will apologize. We are no longer going to accept any apology which is not accompanied by justice. Conversations, Mondays to Thursdays, 6.30pm to 8.30pm with Rebecca Parler.